and welcome to the THQ podcast. In this episode, what we're going to be talking about is the best way to get a six-pack. So we hear it all the time. And to be honest, a lot of us probably shouldn't necessarily strive for amazing six-pack abs. Um, yet, when you look around the walls of the THQ, a lot of people have achieved that. What we should try to aim for is at some point getting as lean as we possibly can, building with them foundations, and then we then we should always, once we've built from them foundations, we should always be very happy with our mid-session section, especially the way we when we sit down and we're in our clothes, and definitely be confident to always go swimming or anytime, go on holiday or anything like that. So there is what we should be aiming for when it comes to getting a six-pack, is having that confidence with our mid-section and feeling confident. So, the facts are you need to be eating less calories than what you're burning off. That's the really the basics of it. We need to be eating in a calorie deficit for us to drop body fat. That is the only really way. Now, there's many different ways of getting into a deficit, of maintaining a, de- um, a deficit, of bringing our calories up. There's so many different ways. So, I'm going to explain a few facts of how we're going to do that now. So, what, how we do that. This is all based around how we help people to get six packs. So we use weight training to get people in shape because it predominantly uses more nutrients as energy. So when we can bring, we can get people to eat quality food, we can change so many different variables as we bring their calories down, we can then get them into a lean point and we can get them stronger over a period of time and because weight training uses nutrients for energy we can get people to eat more food and feel more full um, and feel stronger and once they become stronger people they generally move more daily so that they can burn more calories daily so we're actually burning more calories so they're going to be dropping more body fat um, the way we obviously teach people to lift weights is very intense but do you need cardio like this this podcast is titled um, how to get a six-pack. Do you need to do cardio to get a six-pack? The basic answer is no. We can expand on that in so many different directions when it comes to health or anything. We can. Do, I'm just talking about for you to get lean, which is going to improve your health massively. Do you actually need to physically do cardio? No. If it comes to how much we're actually consuming and then to actually have a decent midsection and a de- the, the look decent, it needs to be weight training. We need to prioritize weight training because um, that's going to be massive. So... We need to look at, though, moving more daily. Is moving more daily cardio? No, it's not cardio. It's moving more. (laughs) It's like literally prioritizing, making sure that do we have to drive to the shop? Can we walk? Parking a little bit further away from the shopping center. Doing these little things, moving more daily, becoming a more active person is going to shove us into a deficit more um, and it's going to help us drop body fat more and it's going to help us reveal our midsection a lot more. So... You could use cardio as a tool for certain ways to get people super, super lean. But for the majority of us doing that, unless we know, if you've got a lot of body fat to lose, I would prioritize moving more and prioritize getting stronger. That's got to be the two main things that we use that work 95 to 99% of the time to get people in the best shape. So you could, so this is why we believe the weight training is always going to be more superior to getting people in shape because it prioritizes using nutrients as energy um, and it helps us become stronger people. But you can do a little bit of cardio if you wanted to. The odd session could be good, could be beneficial, but cardio is something that you're going to adapt to very quickly. So if the only thing you're doing is cardio, if you're doing an hour's worth of just cardio, 
the calories that you're going to burn in that session each and every time are going to get less and less and less because your body is going to get used to it and it's going to adapt to it. So for the average person, that's why we don't suggest that you need to prioritize it in any way. So losing weight, should you lose weight? Yes, you should be losing weight, right? Especially for females, this might take a little bit more time for it to happen, right? You might actually be adapting very good habits that we want you to, like eating more protein, drinking more water, pushing more um, on your weight training sessions. And you might find a couple of weeks, maybe three or four weeks, that the weight doesn't move. But over a long period of time, six to 12 months, your weight should be going down eventually. Um, so yes, it is true that BMI, like you can be overweight, but still be like quite a low body fat percentage so you can say bmi is a lot of rubbish so for me personally i've been weight training for 10 years right so with my height my bmi says that i should be 12 stone yet i know when i get down to 12 stone that is very hard for me to maintain i i cannot miss a meal because i'm hungry um, if i miss one meal that's it i'm an absolute arsehole i'm ravenous i'm st- i'm really hungry and to be honest when i was hitting 12 stone and the calories trying to, to maintain that i'd do a hard weight training session and i'd lose even more weight and i'd have less energy so for me bmi doesn't work however Pretty much, I shouldn't I shouldn't be obese ever on the scale. Like I'm not a professional bodybuilder, but I've got ten years of weight training experience. So my body weight is probably around about twelve eight, and that says I'm overweight for what I am now. For me, it's because I've had ten years building muscle. That's probably why. So if you feel like you weigh too much, but you've got no weight training experience, and BMI says you're overweight, you possibly could be overweight. But the more weight training experience that you actually get, the more muscle you actually get to back the theory up that it is actually muscle, then you may be a little bit overweight on the scale. But it's going to be, uh, again, it becomes how much you actually weight training experience you've got if BMI is going to be a load of rubbish. So yes, you should be losing weight. Now, do you need to train abs? Now, you, you do need to hit abs. You do need to hit them. Um, but would I prioritize doing a full session on abs? Probably not. Um, it, sometimes for a little bit of enjoyment. Like I have put out ab workouts. But generally, you know, generally what we're doing is we should be hitting full body workouts that include abs in a workout. Um, and then maybe just tagging abs on throughout the week a little bit where we can. Like it's not really something massive that we should be focusing on to get a decent midsection. If you want to really develop your abs to be really popping, if you got really low levels of body fat probably not majority of people watching this video and yeah you do need to prioritize abs a little bit more but generally to have a good midsection you don't really need to do that too much they're very genetic in their appearance and if you bring that body fat down and you've got stronger over a period of time do following a decent weight training program then you will have a decent midsection so it's not really something to worry about training abs but if you want to get lean as you possibly can, you have to go all into the process. That's it. You have to go all into the process. If you're not all in, committed at the start, I'm talking from a person starting their fitness journey, going all into the process, going all in, getting as lean as you possibly can, you will be happy with your midsection. Now, your whole mindset um, might be different. Like Once you've gone all in um, and you've aimed to get as lean as you possibly can, you can look, you can sort, you don't have to have, like, I, I think that people should get very lean, uh, lean, around about 10% body fat, not like stupidly lean, but I think they should experience what all this feels like, you know, feeling really as lean as they possibly can. 
And then, you know, life's too short to maintain that, like to be that restricted and not say you can, you know, not have this and not go out for a takeaway or not go out for a meal. So you don't want to be, life's too short to do that if you aren't investing in it. However, life's also too short to feel like crap, not avoid nights out and not wear the clothes that you want. So once you've gone all into the process and you feel nice and lean, you should generally always be happy with your midsection. So that is still going to take some sacrifice. It's not like you shouldn't you shouldn't get to the weekend and have takeaway after meal out after meal out after drink after drink and do everything. Pick one or the other. If you're gonna have a few drinks, try and be a little bit good with your food. If you're gonna have a meal, have a few drinks, but not too much, and just don't binge and try and get that flexibility. But you should once you've gone all in to achieve a six pack, then you should be always happy, pretty happy with your midsection, um, unless you're yo-yoing. If you're not, if like one year. If, if half the year you you have a six-pack, half year you, you wouldn't even take your top in front of anybody, that's yo-yoing, right? I didn't think it was for many years, but it is. Like, for many years, half the year, I would, I would wear vests all year round, really. Anyway, the other half the year, I wouldn't wear anything but hoodie because there was no way that people would see what shape I was in. That is called yo-yoing. Like, unconsciously, I was yo-yoing. I was justifying it the way I was. So if you need to be constantly always generally happy, so having that discipline. Um, But for us to stay super lean and have your abs all the time, you don't need that. You need to have a little bit more energy. You need to build a little bit more muscle. We need to perform better. We need to, you know, make sure that we feel better and performing better for our health and our performance and just for generally to build our body shape and continue to get better. So we don't always have to have um, our abs out the all the time now like i've said at the start you need to go all into the process right you need to go all into the progress that means every single day you need to make daily progression but once we go all into the process and we get you a good midsection and you start to feel good we start to bring your calories back up this is when you can look at your calories over the full seven days now there's no room to look at your calories over the full seven days when you're trying to make progression every single day counts but once we get you to where you need to be then we look at your calories over the full seven days. And this is how we manage fat loss. So for me, I need to eat about 3,000 calories a day. Probably eat a little bit more. Probably do sometimes about 3,300. That's what I generally try to eat by. So generally in the week, I eat about 2,000, 2,100 calories Monday to Thursday. And then I increase my calories Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I've got that discipline. I keep my foundational habits. I keep my good habits for not eating for the sake of it, not eating rubbish for the sake of it. If I'm drinking a lot, I tend to try and not eat as much rubbish. If I'm going out for a meal, I tend to drink a little bit less. Or if I am going out for a meal, I am drinking, I'm aware of that the next day and I pretty much won't eat for the whole of the day. So you need to make sure that you have them disciplines and them natural habits for you to be able to increase that flexibility. So... At the end of the day, you're not always going to have your abs showing or your midsection always not going to be the best that you can. But if you've got your daily habits and you're there anyway and you're lean and healthy and you feel good, then it pretty much shouldn't matter um, and your, your appearance of getting the the best result all the time. Like say, I.e. for a photo shoot, you you don't have to look like that all the time. You, you, know, you can just make sure that you, as long as you feel physically good, that should all that matters. And that is my version of what a six pack should be um, and the sort of the goal that the majority of people should have to achieve the best body transformation and the best sustainable body transformation there is. So guys, that concludes that episode. Um, I hope you've enjoyed that. 
anything I can help you with, click the comment link below um, and I will be happy to answer any questions. Until next time, guys, thanks for watching, thanks for listening and I will see you all soon. Take care.